Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hello and welcome to Table Manners. I'm Jessie Ware and I'm here in my house and I'm cooking. Yes, Mum's actually walked in 10 minutes late. What are you cooking? Are you, what are you doing? What? what are you thinking about? I was just looking at Alice twisting her knobs. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Are you high? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have uh, a very important man in the food and entertainment business. He has basically the top food travel programme on Netflix. Six seasons of food and travel. His name is Phil Rosenthal. He was the creator of Everybody Loves Raymond, a really successful sitcom in the States. And now he's become the face of food and travel um, with his programme, Somebody Feed Phil. It has the best theme tune. He's this very kind, sweet man who goes around the world and eats at the best places. Some fancy, some places like Holes in the Walls, um, recommended by really excellent people it is a really heartwarming gentle watch and also really exciting and there's so many recommendations if you're going on a trip somewhere just check if phil's been there for some food recommendations he has been everywhere from seoul to new orleans to marrakesh london a featured brat and rovi on there um he just seems like a really nice bloke so because he's so interested in eating kind of traditional foods, I thought it was a no-brainer to give him an English fry-up. So what have I got? I've got H.G. Walter streaky bacon because H.G. Walter streaky bacon, I think, is the best bacon ever. Um, and this is not an ad, but on the Gorillas app, you can get H.G. Walter and it's bloody good meat. Um, I've done homemade smoky baked beans which I did this morning. I've done some portobello mushrooms done with rosemary and uh, whole grain mustard that you stir for at the end. What else have I done? Bubble and squeak. I had some potatoes that I needed doing, so I put them in the oven, scooped it out, had half a cabbage, shoved that in, onion, butter, salt, pepper, thyme and rosemary. So that's going in. And then I've got black pudding, sausages, fried egg. Oh, and sourdough from Dusty Knuckle. Thank you, producer Alice. Thank you, producer Alice. It's his birthday, so for pudding, you know I'm crap at cakes, so I got him a Colin the Caterpillar. Yeah. Do you think he's ever had a Colin the Caterpillar? I shouldn't think so, darling. Quintessential British birthday emergency cake. And um, Babka. Babka is courtesy of Honey & Co. It's a Valentine's special, which when this comes out, probably 
won't be Valentine's special, but they should keep it on because it is looks so beautiful. Um, it's in a tin. It's uh, rose petals. It's got a kind of some kind of cardamom custody something in there. It looks glorious. So you're having a bit of that. I hope he comes hungry. Phil Rosenthal coming up on Table Manners. Somebody feed Phil. I'm going to feed you today. I'm excited. I'm. So, you are even more warm in real life than oh. you are even on Netflix, and you're very warm on Netflix. You've got a very kind face, kind eyes, gentle, sweet Phil. Is that right? It's a big act. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. <laughs> you also remind me of Mum's cousin, Michael Gissing. Oh, really? Yeah, there's a kind of... Yeah, anyway, um, thank you for being here and a happy I, birthday. Thank you. I, there's, uh, as I told you when I came in, there's no place I'd rather be. So what brings you to London? I'm doing a show tonight and tomorrow night at the Hackney Empire. Have yeah. you been to Hackney Empire before? No. Great places to eat. Really? There. Well, Hackney's the best for food. Well, I'm going into Shoe. Delicious. That's Which what I one like. are you going to? Shoreditch. Oh, Shoreditch. I've only ever been to King's I Cross. I think we filmed part of our London episode there. We, did you film your time? Because he's in yes. your book. Yes, we did. And you went to Brat as well. Yes, we did. And I'm going there tomorrow night. For the turbot? Of course. Ugh. It's unbelievable. Did, is that where we had the turbot? Yeah. Went, and yeah. They spray it with the lemon juice. You've got it in your recipe book. And that book is great because... It's recipes, but also it's a the travel stories. guide, yeah. the stories. It's, it's a hybrid. Yeah. yeah, and it really works. I'm so happy. Uh, I wrote it with someone named Jen Garby, who's a cookbook expert. Okay. I don't know anything about making a cookbook. I could tell my stories and how the show got started, and there's behind-the-scenes photos and all that kind of thing. And then there are the 60 most requested recipes from the first four seasons of the show. So I think that's why people like it. No, but, it, but I don't cook. You cook. I do cook. But you don't cook. I don't. Well, you're in New Yorker. You, might, you will be able you, to you cook. You eat out. You ate out all the time, right? No, all the time. They, uh, they can all cook. But I need to know yeah. your parents. Yes, not cooks. Oh, yeah. Well, you talk about <laughs> your, yes. your mum not being the best cook. <laughs> she was good in every other aspect of life. She was so supportive, very sweet, very intelligent, very cultured, turned me on to the whole world of the arts and was was incredibly supportive cooking not her strong suit so what is a memorable dish that your mum made good or bad the worst one <laughs> yeah let's go there this is now legendary for passover you can't have and you can't have uh flour bread. right yeah. you can't have bread so she found this recipe i think in an anti-semitic cookbook <laughs> <laughs> and she made matzah lasagna oh i've got that I've got the recipe for that. You do? Have you ever I made don't it? want it. Uh, and I... that is what we're cooking you, Phil. Happy birthday. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Instead of sheets of pasta, sheets of matzah. It was like a cardboard souffle. Oh. It was... Uh, the cat wouldn't eat it. It was inedible. Uh, Did I've you got... laugh about it? Yeah, oh, yes, for years and years and years. I've got a recipe for matzah misu. Tiramisu made with matzah. Oh, Matsumisu, I like the I name. I think we're losing than... every every listener that you have. <laughs> um, so that was a bad one. But is yes. there a dish that yes. you know? Even also though... with matzah, matzah ball soup. Her matzah ball soup it was, was good. very good, very good. And I know you're going to ask me about my last meal, and that would be the final. No, it wouldn't be the final thing. It would certainly be part of it. Yeah. 
And then I would have some of her steak and that would finish me off. (laughs) Who would you have with you on your last meal? Oh, what are you doing later? Okay, I'm there. <laughs> well, You'll go if it's Dishoon. Yeah. Oh, um, I will go if it's Dishoon. They do good cocktails. Yes, too. they do. Do you know what the number one pet peeve of restaurant goers is? They did a survey. No. What is it? I'm wondering if you can guess. Well, is it that they take away their plates before you're finished? Like everyone's finished? Oh, no. But that's an American thing that's that you do and it... We don't get it in England. So where, if someone, if we're all sitting together yes. and you finish your plate first right. and yes. we're still eating, they'll take your plate away. Because they think that's Because it's kind. dirty and they think that's what they should do. But in England... In England, oh, you would never do it till everyone's rude. finished. Did you, you find that in every restaurant you go to in, in America? America? In America, yeah. Oh, you know, I never noticed that. And it drives us mad. It feels so rude to it doesn't, us. Yes. It doesn't drive me as mad as it drives oh, it you. It drives me mad. But you know, we haven't quite finished. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's, I guess, a particular British thing yeah. because you're not used to that. So what, what, what is it? What is it? Yeah. Waiting for the check. Oh, yeah. No, I can understand that. Oh, because really? you're done you're like, and oh. now you'd like to go yeah. and you can't go. Yeah. And people hate that feeling. Yes. I understand that. That's not my pet peeve. My number what, one pet peeve. What's yours? What? The loud music. Me too. I'm be- here to talk to you. Yeah. If I go out to eat with you, I want to talk- be with yeah. you and yeah. talk to you. Also, with all the new restaurants with yes. hard, hard surfaces, That's right. also, you've got lots of people talking. Yeah. And you don't hear the music. You hear just a banging beat in the yes. background. Yes. It's not proper music. And, and the it's older not I atmospheric. get, yeah. the more trouble I have hearing. And so Me too. I will actually yes, say. Exactly the same. I have a bit of a hearing problem. Can you turn it down? Oh, that's a really I, clever yes, way of I, doing I, it. I, I try. Yeah, but they would have for you. Pity they, on me, but you right? could do it with they your sweet do, eyes, yeah. and then they'll go okay. And he's Whereas Phil Mum's like, can you turn it down? Excuse me, I can't hear. We did that last night. And the truth is, I don't really have a hearing problem, but I do have a hearing problem in this restaurant yeah, right now. Me too. So I, yeah, that's what I, I say. I love that. Right? I love that. Yeah. Uh, do you know why the music is loud in so many places? Why? You want to guess at, at that reason? Because because they're fighting in the kitchen. Nope. They want you to leave. That's it. How what? did you oh, How did you know that? Producer Alice just said they want you to leave. That's exactly <gasps> the reason. They can turn over the this right. is my kitchen oh my secret. Ki- kitchen confidential. Yes. Oh my but, god. But it's antithetical to the reason we love restaurants, right? It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't you work think for me. You want to feel welcome. Yeah. And you want to feel, but at the same time. I actually I invest in restaurants because I'm not very bright, but I, crazy. I but I I love them so much, but I also understand they have to the margins are so slim, yeah, they right are. to make any kind of living, yeah. right that they'll try anything to get a, a, an advantage to try to get one more extra seating if they can per night. So they crank this up because it's a matter of their survival. People can't... But, but sometimes if I go with girlfriends of my age, we go and I have to say, please, can we not go to that place? I love it's the food, loud. but I can't hear. Of course, me too. And it's not even just music. They cram so many people right. in. Jews complaining. Do you think? No, I don't. Sure? I think it's anyone... Where who, do you live, Phil? I live in Hancock Park in the centre of Los Angeles. Oh, I love Hancock You know it? Park. Yeah, I like Larchmont. That's my. I, uh, I walk actually, there every single day with my dog. Do you come amazing. to LA a lot? Yeah, 
Yeah, I went. Can we I'm go going, eat when you come? Oh my yeah, God. I'm going You'll back. Be my I'm, I'm coming in March. Hopefully she's I'll holding be there. Phil's I'm hand coming as in she March, says this, Phil. Phil is locked and in. look into his eyes. I was there in October. <laughs> I was there in October and December. Yeah. I went to Safi's twice. Safi's is so good. Well, that chef happens to be one of the best chefs in, in the world. You know his Bestia and Bavel. Yeah, I, I've I been went to Bavel, but not Bestia. I didn't but go to Bestia. I think Safi's is better than Bavel. Uh, more casual, certainly. Uh, but the lamb neck shawarma at Bavel is one of the great dishes very in great. the world. I think. Do you think Yotam is your favorite over him or not? Equal. No, okay. equal, I think... Equal and different. Have you been to Honey and Co? Oh, yeah, that's when no, you should that, eat whilst that, you're that, here. That, their lamb shawarma is, I promise you, better than the one at uh, Safi's. Honey and Co. I don't know how long you've got to be here. I don't here. have enough time. Oh, you've oh, got to go Co, to... Well, we've got a babka that we're going to give you a bit later. Oh, nice. Um, I'm basically, I'm giving you a fry-up today, but it's kind of a grill-up. A filling you know dish what a breakfast. breakfast. I do. And I know you've got lots of meals to eat today. So you should have a little taste. Small you have amount. a little taste of everything. I don't want to offend anybody, so I'm going to taste everything. I'll make it very small. I'll taste yeah. everything. I'll finish nothing. Okay. Is, just, that, is that... That's part of the secret. Is that... The, yeah, that's, that's what John Chirod like, said as well. This. Yeah. He's slim. But darling. sometimes things are too good to not finish, no? You know how they make a dog food commercial? How? Oh. They don't feed the dog until the commercial. Yeah, okay, fine. So that's how we do the so show. So have you not eaten So I yet? don't eat until the scene. And so it looks like I eat a lot. I do. But it's a week's worth of filming Yeah. condensed into less than an hour. Okay, so, so that want... scene you're seeing, that's probably what I ate that day. Do you think that's I want why you think you everything is so delicious because you're just so famished? That's part of it. You want to be, you want to <laughs> say, oh boy, when the food comes, not oh no. And I've yeah. been in that situation too. But I, feel, I feel like you've got, you're scared of, no, I'm, look, of, of Jesse, the fact that I'm feeding you. You're going to be okay. You're probably... going to be okay. If you're okay with me not finishing everything. I'm okay. No, she's going to give you less. No, nice. she's going to, she usually overdoes it because we're feeders. Yeah, yeah. But you'll put little on his plate, Jess. Yes, I will. Okay. <laughs> yes, Can I, I will. Can I just tell you, look how slim he is. And he does food. Well, all you know the time. why, Mum? Because why? we eat fucking three course meals three times a week doing this podcast. We're buggered. Yeah. yeah, with champagne. I have a podcast too called Naked Lunch, and we eat lunch with and no clothes with our on. guests. Oh. Why would you like that? No, it's called Naked Lunch. <laughs> that's a, that's a, it's from a William Burroughs uh, novel. Uh, naked lunch. There but, used to be the naked, naked chef here. The naked part is the uh, hopefully the conversation. And how do you find it? Do you cook the meal? No. No, we take away. And do the, does the guest choose the takeaway? Sometimes, if, they, if they're interested. Otherwise, they, they like me to feed them. Okay, fine. And we share everything. Phil, you're the king of eating. I am. What would be your favourite food to eat kind of, oh, and your favourite restaurant? Do you like Indian food? Because you can't. Re it's not great in LA, is it? Oh, we have some good places. Do you know? Uh, London wins, I think. Yeah. By the way, I haven't been to India. Have you? Yeah. I'm dying to go. That's next to, on the list. I've been to, yeah, I have. I've been to Kerala. It's delicious. I can't wait. It's wonderful. I can't wait. I always say if you love a food, you go to the source. Yeah. You know where they have really great Italian food? Italy. Italy, it's true. <laughs> yes. So, I, so that's Indian why I'm encouraging food is your favorite. No, it's only one of the favorites. So Italian is amazing. I think it, the number one food that I could live on the rest of my life is probably pizza. Could you? It would be the last thing that I could live Why? on. Why? I Don't must like eat it. it twice a year. It's really? Not, that is such a 
such a lie, Mum. No, you had I, it at the weekend with my children. Because of your children. We're already in January. But because of your children, I wouldn't eat oh, it normally. You're so selfish. No, I like that chocolate no. in your fridge for my son. But I would chocolate. never go out to, to a pizza place with friends. Would you? Or would you order in oh, pizza? Yes, he would. He's saying it's his favourite place. He no, he said it's okay. one of the things he could so live listen, on. So listen, listen. There, there are now pizza places in New York and L.A. all over. I'm sure they're here too, where it is world class, where you can't believe Mozza. how delicious. Yeah, Mozza, Nancy yeah. Nancy Silverton. Mozza, yes. How about Pizzana? No, From Daniele Uditi, who used to be the pizzaiola in Naples at the most famous pizzeria in the world. And then he came to America, and his pizzas are phenomenal. When it's great, I think, uh, you know, it's one of the great pleasures in life. Uh, Speaking of the last meal, my last meal would be childhood favorites. Okay, so right? you're you having multiple ball soup. Complete the yeah. cycle, yeah. right? If it is my last meal, yeah, go me too. Back I to, think I would do that. And I think my favorite food in life. Yeah, I've had all the fancy okay. meals. Okay, I think when you have comfort food, the food you loved as a child growing up, and you have it elevated to a level where it's the best. Okay, like I just had the best cheese toasty. Yeah. Let's talk At about the, that cheese toasty. Where was it from? Capcasian. It's a it's a word for Capetian? for melt for melted. I think it's oh. a it's a word for oh, melt. I've never heard that. You want to look it up? Sounds like a it's German place. It's in Borough Market. We featured it on the London episode. Yeah. Bill Oglethorpe is the proprietor he used to work at Neil's Yard Dairy right. and he was a grilled cheese fanatic so he experimented with all types of cheeses yeah. to find the right ones that would melt perfectly and taste great then he puts little leeks and onions in it oh wow and he and he, he found uh, the ideal bread as well this was years Which of bread? trial and Sourdough. error Poilin bakery from Paris. Oh, uh, that's oh my favorite. Okay, so it's thin. Fabulous. So fabulous. here's what happens yeah, you're going to love this. I've never He heard shreds of the cheese. Yeah. He puts in the leeks and onions under these two, between these two slices of bread, and he starts warming it on one panini press. There's no butter because the cheese melts through the bread and becomes the butter of the bread. Then he moves it to the hotter panini press to finish it and crisp the. uh, I can't believe you haven't had this. I can't believe I haven't either. Borough Market. This is quite stressful for me that I haven't had this because I thought I knew Jessie about the best everything. cheese toasty which is this one at the Towpath Cafe which you should eat at if well listen you might you might prefer it everybody's might, but, different but it's but... got um, quince jelly in it and ah. I love that but um, John Tarot Tur- gave us a we should put, um, mayonnaise on the outside I heard that too to crisp it up I heard I'm, that too I, I'm with you somebody said baste a turkey in mayonnaise coat the turkey with mayonnaise that'd before be a good you, idea before you roast it because it it Gets this gorgeous brown uh, skin. You'll never know because you won't be cooking it. But no, but I'll advise. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> so, who lives with you in Hancock Park? My wife and my dog right now. Your wife and, and dog. And, and uh, the kids are grown. The kids are twenty-eight. How, old, how many children have you got? Two. My Two. boy is twenty-eight, Ben, and Lily is twenty-five. Oh, lovely. And they're always the, I put them on the show as much as I can. And where and do they live? Nearby. Nearby. You know, the, the, I always said that the, one of the blessings of COVID, right? Yeah. If you didn't have tragedy. Yeah. Was that we were thrown together more with the family because that's, that was your pod. Did they come and... Yes. They, they didn't live with us, but they were, they were you know... They were allowed to yes. be in your... Yeah. Exactly. And we, we were together 
almost every day. Yeah. And so when your kids are in their 20s, yeah. well, they don't want to be with mom and dad. They want to, they, sh- they should be out living their yeah. lives. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, my, my wife and I would evilly look at each other and go, hey, hey they can't go. <laughs> we get them a little longer. But you know what happened? What? That feeling stuck. And people, you still, you're very, very close. But we got closer. Yeah. And it's a gift. And you were close to your own parents. I was, yeah. Yeah. So was that when you, did you move away when they were still living in New York? I did. Yeah, so so we... Broke your parents' heart, no doubt. (laughs) They would come and visit us often. I would visit them often. Yeah. And we would travel together. The whole family with the parents. So where did you go? Uh, they loved... Uh, we came to London once. We came to Paris once. We went to Italy a couple of times. Yeah. And then they, they, we went up the coast of California with them. We did all kinds of things. You know, why would, they were still able. I recommend it. I recommend it to people whose parents might be a little older because the sad truth is... None of us last forever. I thought the special about your parents was so beautiful. Thank and you. you've got all your friends and family around yes. to reminisce. Yes. It must have been really hard. I mean, of course, it's hard losing your parents. Yes. But they were such a part of the show as well, you know, and how that changed things for you. Because I loved how you talked about them being like being like a postcard. That's right. And, and just the fact that... She, your mum could never really use that, like when her eyes would be right up against it. It was just amazing. And, um, but, you know, I, it's been such a... that you lost your parents. It's, it's awful. Um, but also them being part of this journey with you as well. How I'm sorry that I'm still cooking. I'm no, not. you're fine. It was, it was uh, a joy to do, to be honest. Uh, my brother and I are so happy that we had the opportunity to do it, that we had an excuse to do it, right? Yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't you do it for your parents? I always say, if, if you had a deal with Netflix, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, we had, I mean, I recommend... You do it with your brother as well. I mean, it's yes, the full family. It them. is. But I realized when we, when we finished it, we should have done this on our own, or we would have done it on our own had we not... Had yeah. the deal with Netflix, right? And I recommend that people do something like that. Some kind of filming of your folks telling their story for the grandkids, right? Yeah. Because we Definitely. forget. I've served you up, Phil. Yes. I, and I've done like a half a sausage and I've done a half a black <laughs> Look pudding. Look at that bread. That bread oh, looks incredible. This is the most Have you ever best. been to Dusty Knuckle Bakery? No. You need to go. It's great. It's in Shoreditch. The greatest bakery in London, I think. Wow. It, well, it came to me, didn't it? Yes, it did. <laughs> I got to try this hot bread while it's hot. But I have... I oh, have it's very hot. Just... You're not kidding with the hot. Okay, that is like... Oh, that look is at very that. small. A full English. A full English. Have you had HP sauce before? I love it. Oh, great. Help yourself. Start eating. Relax. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I've just thought I'd balance out the fact that I'm having Shabbos dinner later um, yes. with loads of pork. Um, so <laughs> Jessie did her bat mitzvah uh-huh. just before Christmas. Oh! Age 38. <laughs> My wife did it around that age. Really? Yeah. Well, she converted. Oh, right, Okay. Was it important for you to nope. have her convert? No, it was important to my grandmother, who she became great friends with. Oh, that's lovely. My and grandmother didn't want to meet Monica. Oh. Because... <laughs> Less lovely. I told her I had a girlfriend. Yeah. First question. Is she Jewish? That's right. I said, no, not exactly. <laughs> she says, oh. I said, I'd love for you to meet her. She said, I'd rather not. I said, really? You know, Oma, German for grandmother, I understand where you came from, and I understand you having this feeling, but that was a long time ago, and this is someone special to me, and I would love for you to meet her. And she really agonized over this, and even talked to her daughter, my mother, about it. And my mother told me later that she said, do you want to lose your grandson over this? she said no. And so she met Monica. Now, I bring Monica over for for dinner to my grandma's house. I lived, her apartment was around the corner from me in New York, in Washington Heights. I bring her, I bring Monica. Within five minutes... She's in love with her. I could have jumped off the roof. They wouldn't have cared. They were so close, so fast, and... When my grandmother died, I was in California working. I had to work. And the only person in the room with her holding her hand was Monica. That's how close they were. Yes. Very beautiful. So my wife converted for her. And she never asked her to convert. And how proud was your grandma? She was uh, a little afraid for Monica. Why? She literally said, don't you know the world will hate you? Anti-Semitism. Yes. And she said, I love the religion, I love, the, I love you, I love what you stand for, I love what you've been through, I love, right? So it was very meaningful. And of course, I always say that the converts, they're the worst because they, they, they really get into it. And if you're raised in it, you rebel against it mm-hmm. because it was forced on you mm-hmm. and they chose it. So they are into it. That's such a yeah. It's yeah. like Gaga. My, yeah, my, my grandma converted. was called Gaga, and she converted, and she had the biggest mug and David around her neck. She like wore it, you know, badge yeah. of honor, proud, proudly yeah. used the most Yiddish words out of anybody I knew. She used to say, "How do you say it in English?" <laughs> and she was, you know, born in Birmingham. Yeah. Does Monica ever get a bit resentful that she doesn't get to come away with you? Not at all. In fact, uh, she comes when she can. Yeah. I want her to come as much as she can. I want the kids to come as much as they can. I like the family feeling of the show. I feel like it's a, kind of a research library for you planning a vacation with your family. Absolutely. And so I want to show that these are not exclusive vacations that only I can 
take once in a while. I get some special treatment. It's obvious in the show that uh, I'm getting into uh, an experience that maybe not everyone can have. Yeah. But most of the things are doable, not just for you, but with your family. That's what I like about it, because I was in Marrakesh at the weekend, so I mm. watched the Marrakesh show, and it was really great. I've been to Marrakesh before, and oh, it's so great. Sadly, I didn't get to eat as much of the food in the kind of soup in the Medina. Yeah, and then I watched yours after. Yeah, and I'd heard about um, Nomad, which is where you went and ate. Yes, but I loved the bit when you went and ate in the soup, and you had the husband and wife. Yes, it, and, and you had the sandwich. It was mackerel. And yes. or was it sardine? I think it and, was sardine. Yeah, and and she was like, "It's never going to work." And he was like, "Trust me." Yep. And everyone loved it. That's and right. That's the kind. And, and I think the program is so brilliant because yes, anyone can go to that place. Absolutely. Um, however, you do have the more elevated dining experiences as well. Once a show, we like to show a splurge because I believe that's what a lot of people do on their vacation. They set aside one night for the splurge, right? Yeah. I mean, I just. You have the greatest job in the world. Oh, yeah. I'm so jealous of you. Yeah, we are. You I, should I, be. I slightly resent you, but you're I'm really yeah. nice, so... But the whole point is, you can do it. I tell kids, this is what your money's for. After rent and food, you save your money so that you can travel. And when I was 23, I had my first trip to Europe. I got a courier flight. I maybe had $200 to spend. A career flight. People career used flight. to do that. What is that? You carried something over and you got a free ticket. Exactly. Oh, really? Right. So yeah. The, you know, so would someone say, can you take this to England? And it needed to be looked after. It's a little more yeah. formal than that. Yeah. This was a, a, a company called DHL, which is yeah. now a giant oh, yeah. company. But oh, before right. they were a giant company, they would send their stuff as a passenger's as excess baggage. Yeah. You would find out where you were going that week. You get a free flight, let's say, to Zurich. You get luggage tags. You never touch their stuff. You have luggage tags, and then you hand it off to the DHL guy at the end of the line. So where was your first trip? I think landed in Frankfurt, got right on a train, and went to Paris, met friends, and then took an overnight train to Florence. And in that cabin with us in third class was a couple named Danya and Dario, and they worked in the family bakery in Florence. And they, we stayed up all night with a cheap bottle of wine and talking. And it, I had the time of my life. They drew pictures in my journal of where I should go in Florence. They drew the Duomo <laughs> as if I was going to miss it. As if anyone could miss it when they walk into the center of Florence. But they also gave me the address to the family bakery. So, of course, the very first thing I did, because I love these two... He spoke no English, she spoke a little. But we had so much fun. All night. Yes. I love that. That, that, I, that I, by the way, that train ride from Paris to Florence, you go through the Alps. Oh, wow. And so the picture windows are just, so you eat breakfast watching, wow. watching the Alps go by. I mean, I recommend, I'm, when you're 23 and you come from New York City, you, you have no conception of what the world is and how beautiful it is outside. And I get to Florence, first stop, that bakery. And the father who owns the bakery he loved that I came from America. This was 1983. He says, America, John Wayne. John Wayne. <laughs> Thumbs up, right? And he starts feeding me everything from the bakery. Then he tells his neighbors, the lady from next door at the Trattoria, she comes with a bowl of pasta. Because why? Because an American boy is here. Mm. I mean, I couldn't believe that I was treated like a prince. They set up a table. They brought me chocolate. They brought me dessert. They brought me all this amazing food. I was treated like a king. 
and I was nobody. I was just a kid. How do you not fall in love with travel after that, right? Danya and Dario are my friends for 40 years. That's so wonderful, and it kind of feels like it was written in the stars for you, this whole, your career, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. how it's ended up. Mm -hmm. Have you had any bad meals? Yes, of course. and, And that you haven't been able to put in the show? People say, it looks like you like everything. I say, yeah, I like everything I put in the show. Yeah, exactly. Right. Okay. Right? Yeah. So so the things that I'm not crazy about, first of all, I'm not there to critique. I'm not there to ruin someone's business. No. I don't want to say this is bad, but first of all, it's just one stupid guy's opinion. Mm -hmm. You might love it. So who am I to say this is bad? Yeah, it's true. There are occasions when I taste something that is (laughs) terrible to me, and my brother will keep it in because it's funny. Right. He thinks it's hilarious. Anytime I suffer in any way. So if I eat something, like like there was this thing, and I know it's a delicacy, and I would never want to insult a culture or offend yeah. anyone. But. But there's something in Chile called puree. Do you know what this is? Puree is a sea creature, and the, the chef who had given me fantastic food. He's yeah. one of the best chefs in, in South America. Yeah. He cuts open this diseased-looking coral and pulls out the beating heart of this thing. It's an orange glop. And because he'd given me all this great food before... Yeah, yeah come to mama. I put it right in my mouth. I'm not very smart because I couldn't even describe how powerful and terrible... And he says, it's like a punch in the face, isn't it? Oh and I God. said, yes, it is. Thank you. I learned later because people wrote to me on Instagram... That flavor that you can't describe, that animal, that sea creature, is very rich in iodine. In what? Iodine. iodine. So, of course, you're only supposed to have a tiny bit, oh. and you're supposed to douse it in lime and chilies and salt and all these Why other things to mask the t- I don't How know. How cool. I don't know if he... Maybe it was such a delicacy. I guess it is, but in very small quantities. I also was stupid enough to do the same thing with a thousand-year-old egg in Hong Kong. Oh, I put, have I popped that a in my mouth. A thousand year old. It's not really a thousand. It just yeah, okay, tastes fine. that way. The first thing you taste is very, very rotten egg. And the next thing you taste is ammonia. And I couldn't understand the appeal Why? of this thing. Well, you're supposed to take a sliver of it and put it into the hot pot with 50 other ingredients. Uh-huh. Okay. So it just has a touch of funkiness. Did they, did they do that for you? No, they didn't. You the, ate it. So it's a hot pot restaurant. All these things are sitting on the yeah. table. Oh, and I thought we were supposed to taste them like appetizers. Oh, shit. So this one a Chinese uh, lady, she said, I'm not touching that. And she's Chinese from Hong Kong. Didn't that give so, you like a bit of a... Well, it's my job to taste. So I said, if you, t- if you try it, I'll try it. And she was so tentative about... She put it on a, a half, half a, what looks like half a hard-boiled egg, except the white is a brownish-orange and the yolk is a bluish-green, Okay. And it looks radioactive. And she had half of it on her spoon, and she wasn't going to eat it. And I just took it, and I said, here, I'll do it. And I put the whole thing in my mouth because I'm hilarious. Do you ever get you're a stomach upset? Yeah. Sure. It made you feel Not, bad. But the only, the only time I ever got sick was in San Francisco. Oh. Of all, going all over the world, what going to you, Bangkok street markets and Vietnam. What did you eat? You know, I don't know because I ate so many things that day and I think I didn't want to say where I got food poisoning yeah. in the show. I yeah. left it in my experience because that can happen. Uh, so I cut the place that I think I got it from. Mm. Listen, that's not fun. That's, you've had it. Where do you stand on oysters? Love. 
Love. Oh, I couldn't even put one in my mouth. No? I'd rather die. What? Really? An oyster. Oh no, Mom, no. I've had some Jesse, you used to not like them and you've let me down now. Yeah, because you've gone my to the other taste side. Taste buds have matured, Mum. Jesus. You know, I, I believe that your taste buds change over time. And that's something you didn't like years ago, you yeah. might like now. Yeah, I used to not like watermelon. And now? I love it. Oh, that's great. I used to not like beets. And now? What, what child um, likes beets? Yeah. Right? And now I like them. Phil. Yes. I'm really enjoying having you here and I feel like I need to go on a trip with you or just come to LA and hang out with That'd you. That'd be nice. Because that, I really, I, I trust you. Thank you. Did you ever meet Anthony Bourdain? I did. I had dinner with him once. And How he was, was that experience? I'll tell you, I was, I was, he's one of my idols. Hmm. He's a superhero to me. He obviously reinvented an entire genre. And my show is, you know how I sold my show? I read what you said. I said, I'm exactly like Anthony Bourdain if he was afraid of everything. <laughs> and so my show is merely a take on the kind of show that he pioneered. But when I met him and got to have dinner, he was so much warmer than his on-screen persona. Yeah. He's very cool, mm. right? He looks like a cool French film star. Right, he does. Where did you eat? We ate at a place in Greenwich Village, I believe, with the notorious uh, Mario Vitali at the time. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. That, that was my introduction to him. Did he order well? Did you let him order? Did you order? What happened? That's a good question. Is the, is the food that memorable or more just the fact that he was just a rock star and really lovely? When you're with uh, a hero like that, I think, I think the food was secondary. I don't even mm. remember. I know it was an American... Restaurant, I think there was steak involved. I honestly don't remember the food. Are you a big steak eater? I love it. I love everything. Mm. If I were to order yes. or buy steak, what would you recommend to buy? Oh, the most flavorful cut might be ribeye. Yeah, I love ribeye. Yeah, I love ribeye right? too. But I love, have you ever been to Peter Luger's in New York? No. no. Oh. But lots of people have talked Hannah about does. it. In fact, I think maybe Ian Traeger talked about it. Yeah? But I hear it's amazing. That's they bring porterhouse for two or three or four or six people. It's it's uh, magnificent. That's it. We put that in the show too. I brought Massimo Bottura and Nancy Silverton there. Oh, nice! In the show, yeah, that was fantastic. Massimo went crazy. Massa Massimo turned me on to something that I didn't even know I should order there, and it's their lamb chops. They're, oh, I love they're lamb They're the best chops. I've ever. Okay, that's the next stop. It in is New a York. good stop. So Brooklyn. Have we talked about? the places that you adore in Los Angeles to eat, or the, like, the regular places that you'll go? I love Mozza. We just mentioned that. I love Bavel, Bestia. I love Pizzana. I love Republic. Have you been there yet? No. It might be the best overall restaurant because you can get the best breakfast, the best lunch, the best yeah. dinner. There's a diner in Maine. Have you been to Maine? No. Gorgeous part of the world. Yeah. New England. Is that right? where you get your lobsters? Your clam chowders. That's where you yeah. get your lobsters and you get... But there's a diner that was an old railroad car from 100 years ago. And the conductor of the train loved the dining car so much that he when the it. train went out of commission, he bought the dining car, put it in a vacant lot, and he had the chef from the train <coughs> keep the same exact menu that was on the train. Oh, how funny. And it's basic American staples like eggs, bacon, omelets... Yeah. Uh, French toast, pancakes. pancakes, tuna sandwich, hamburger. Yeah. Okay. The basics. And when he died, a couple of chefs from the Gramercy Tavern in New York, mm -hmm. fancy restaurant, they came, they bought the dining car, they kept the menu, 
and elevated everything just through the best ingredients like the egg you just gave me that yolk like that yeah imagine that in an american dining car menu right yeah that to get that with just your bacon and eggs is it's unbelievable to have that that's one of my favorite restaurants i've ever been to in my life i would like to know (laughs) your last supper we got matzo ball soup in there good i think it would be this childhood favorite so my childhood favorites are hot dogs Hot dogs. Which where I where make. from? Like, oh, I have, I have a butcher that I found. It's yeah. called European Sausage Kitchen. It's on Olympic Boulevard. And it's like going to... My, my family came from Germany. And so when they settled in New York, they found a German butcher that was just like when they were kids. To the sausages. And some of the meats are very unappealing, to, to especially to children. I'm talking about large slices of bologna with blotches of fat. In it, right? That's what we used to eat, vorscht. We called it vorscht, but it vorscht. wasn't called that. Um, yeah. It's like puce-coloured. You yes. ever had that colour? It's, it's almost we like a... We call it vorscht. Okay. But that's just a... Like it's this salami. Is. It's kosher. Liverwurst. Yeah, but okay, this no. is kosher salami okay. we had. Yeah. Well, it's very bright pink. Okay. No, I think okay. he's... They're talking like mortadella, something It's that's something like, like mortadella, mortadella okay, but uh, mortadella is, like is the beautiful version of what okay, I'm talking right, got about. It. And, you know, tongue... My dad's love, favorite. Me too. I like tongue. I've come I to. I've come to like it too. With a good like um, an American mustard in there, yeah, tongue sandwich, nice. delicious. It's, it is delicious, and, bread, and it's yeah. the stuff of delis, right? If it's you just right. forget its tongue. Well, that's it's really that's most delicious. of the world's uh, food culture. I can is do you... a pressed tongue, you know. I can, yes. I've made it. Yeah. It's Ooh, really man, weird sure because what I, you, I think I don't you have want to curl it round into like a basin, and you put a weight on top to press it. But the thing is, you have to take off all that, the bit, the taste you know, buds, the taste buds. Oh, it's revolting. I think you're losing viewers by <laughs> the second. <laughs> um, but I found a butcher, yeah, in yeah. LA, yeah. that makes turkey franks, homemade. So wow. there's none of the guilt of oh, the of yeah. the beef or pork, yeah, uh, yeah. and the God knows what's in there. This is, you know, turkey's a very clean uh, meat. And it has a natural casing, so it has a snap, which is the most important thing in a hot dog. And these are my favorite hot dogs, actually. And not just because they're healthier than regular hot dogs, because they taste fantastic. Right. And what sort it. of bun do you And that's have? what I make for myself on the nights when I'm not going out yeah. or I'm just home by myself so and Monica's working or something. Would that, be I, your, yeah, I love would that be your comfort food or can you be Absolutely. A bit, yeah? Yeah. I think once a week I have this and what when do I'm you, what, what Really, do you, what, I love it. Do you put, put sauerkraut on it, sauerkraut mustard, and mustard, a beautiful potato bun. Yeah. Pota- I was going to ask you about yeah. your bun, whether you like a brioche bun. I like, like a potato a, bun. A pota- I've never heard so of no, a potato, potato bun. They're very, they're very soft and, very, and they almost melt. Are they made with potato flour? I think they are. Yeah. There's a famous company called Martin's, right? They make buns for burgers and hot dogs. So you're not worried about your five a day of vegetables and fruit? I drink... Uh, I drink a, yeah, a, a, a green juice in the morning, okay. uh, like a, a, you know what the athletic yeah. greens are. No. Yeah, they're sponsored by them. Is that true? We have been, yeah. yeah. Hey, have athletic you greens, you could sponsor my podcast hey, too, you know, know I like you. Now. You're welcome, Phil. Yes. We love athletic greens. I have it every morning. I'm not even kidding, and I'm not getting paid it, to it, say it, this. I'm used to the taste now. I think I, it tastes a little like a I pineapple. Mean, me too. Yes. But well, it's when you forget about the spirulina. Is it a powder? Do you buy it as a powder? it's a powder. And that you shake it up in, a, in their little bottle. What, what are you doing okay, now? Okay, so listen. 
It's your birthday. Uh-oh. And so... I'm going to move this away. Did finished. I eat enough? I yeah, love this. Yeah, enough. Look, I finished a lot. Um, this is Honey & Co, where you should absolutely go and eat at, next time you're here. Israeli. It's Israeli. Yeah, they are a couple. Sarit. Yeah. Uh, Sar- Sarit and Itamar. Um, they're a couple and they have a, a beautiful restaurant. And they have a deli. Anyway, they're fantastic. Because you're in London... Yes. ...for your birthday, this is just like what every person has when they're in the office. Or if you've run out of time to make a cake, it's a Colin the Caterpillar. Where's the candle? I will get the candle and we will sing Happy Birthday in one second. I'm very familiar with this because <laughs> I just did Chris Evans' show. <laughs> Don't say he just gave you a Colin the Caterpillar fuck off today! <laughs> today. Oh my god! Right before I came here. That is hysterical! And it was my and also first. How unoriginal of me. No, it was my first meeting with Colin. Oh, Do, you want, to take they they told Do me. you want to take him home? No, because I'm, I'm not living here. But uh, <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta get a picture. I didn't get a picture there. But this is Colin the Caterpillar. The, the lady there said, yeah. You wanna take either the head or the tail of the caterpillar because that's where the chocolate is most concentrated. That's where my grandchildren fight to get the head or the thing. Okay. <laughs> I've got a pee for Phil. Oh, aren't you okay. sweet? Look at right. that. Are we gonna sing? Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Phil. Happy birthday to you. Make a wish. Did Phil. you make a wish? He's wishing he yeah. never sees a column in the calendar again. <laughs> Wait, come here one second. What are you going for? Bend over. Aww. Oh, you're so sweet. I love Thank you. Thank you. Um, would you, you like a smidge of the babka then? Yes. Yeah. Take, the, the babka. Co- take Colin away. And Mr. Smidge. His, her you know children what? Will I be want so the kids thrilled. to have it. Phil, you're so polite at declining food. It's really amazing. It's an art that you've obviously like learned how to do because I think I want the kids to have it. Do you think it, you not... maybe take it out the tin, oh, yeah, darling? Sorry, might help. Yeah, help yourself, Phil. Thank you. Um, and you do not have to eat all of it. Here I go. How is it? Come on. There's a babka? Mm. I love babka. Okay, so here's the thing. It's a sexy babka, isn't it? Because most babkas that I've had in my Just life... Get, is that other? Oh, yeah, that's good. ...are dry. No, this is not you dry. Ever, you've been to Israel? Yes, I have. When you get the ruggle there... This is the best babka. It's moist like this and, oh, and, and gooey and chocolatey. Oh, Jesse. It's so fantastic, it's right? It's so yeasty. This is... I'm eating this whole thing. This is delicious. I mean, I'm thrilled, but, you know, I just uh, slaved well, over the... you've got the... to go to their restaurant... It's the most delicious food. I'm not eating this whole thing. I want to eat this whole thing. So we've got, I, I, I want to know a really nostalgic taste of your childhood or somewhere mm-hmm. that can transport you back to somewhere. Because mom wasn't a world-class chef. That's so <laughs> sweet. We used to beg to go to McDonald's. We used to beg for fast food. I would come home after school, let's say it was 3 o'clock, 3.30. My Mother wouldn't get home till 5, 30, 6 o'clock. So I had a couple of hours to eat cookies and donuts. First of all, I loved it, but it was also a bit of self-preservation because I knew dinner was going to be not very oh easy to eat. <gasps> Is that That's why your awful. program's called Somebody Feed Phil? You know, psychologically, that might be why, but <laughs> oh I just God. thought it was a funny title as if it, it, it denotes a character that needs to be taken care also, of. Also, the theme tune is beautiful. It's the best. You it's know, the best. You know Lake Street Dive? Do you know the band? No. Oh, well, you're a singer. You have to know I, this band. I Does just love her that. voice. You never heard of Rachel Price? No, I'm so sorry, Rachel. That's okay. You please go on uh, iTunes or Spotify today. Everyone listening, 
and look up Lake Street Dive because it's not just my theme song, which I think is the best song in the world. Yeah. They are phenomenal. Okay. They met in music school and they formed a pop group and but Rachel can sing literally anything. She's she's a favorite of uh, Stephen Colbert on all the time. She does jazz albums with somebody else. Rachel Price, everybody. Okay, back to yes, cookies yes. and donuts. Cookies and donuts. You knew you weren't going to get a good meal I, from uh, your mom. So that that's a nostalgic thing. Do you have the brand Entenmann's here? No, what no, it? but you, it's a, I've seen it in... A, a baked goods I've in seen a box. It in, yeah. Every Jewish home has yeah. a box of Entenmann's yeah. on the top of the refrigerator. Right, yeah. and I used to covet their chocolate-covered donuts. Yeah, absolutely delicious. So that's a memory. Uh, you know, I'm saying I'm saying all the things. This would not only is it the meal that you're talking about, but it would be the last meal: hot dogs, hamburgers, pizza, fried chicken. Where's your favorite fried chicken? I think the best I ever had was at Dookie Chase's in New Orleans. Oh, People talk about Willie Mays. That's very good. But my favorite is Dookie Chase's because it's not as much uh, batter. It's quite fast foody that Last Supper. Hot dogs, hamburgers, pizza, fried chicken. Pudding. What's I mean, uh, dessert. What's I love dessert? Cho- anything chocolate. I love anything chocolate. And drink. We'll of let choice? you have the head if you want. <laughs> what's your drink of choice? I love tequila. Any type. Have you had a drink yet for your birthday? I haven't, but I'm good. <laughs> Are you sure? I, Jesse's I, got great tequila. I have tequila. so much work to do after this. I can't. I'll, I don't want to be. You <laughs> what like tequila, tequila too? Have you got, I've, I've got into it. I talked about them before in the last season, but there's a South London, which absolutely sh- should not make sense that a South London bunch are doing a really nice tequila. No they, they suggest it with tonic and a slice of grapefruit, and I really like that. So it's like wow. a gin and tonic. But What's the name of the ton- tequila? El Rayo. Never heard of it. Have you heard of Tepozan? No. So I learned about this that a lot of our a lot of the tequilas that we love, uh, the flavors are added. The flavors oh, are oh yeah. God. There's additives in it, oh, and shit. it happens in wine as well. They just don't tell you about it because if it's less than a certain amount, they don't have to. Oh really? And so almost everything we like is fake. <laughs> Isn't that terrible it's to learn? Breaking. So, but there is a website where you can go on and see which tequilas are additive free. And, and so I look tea. for those now. Yeah, Tepozan. Can I just ask you, when you came in, you said don't put milk in tea because it ruins the... No, it kills the polyphenols. I learned this in Hong Kong. Why do you want polyphenols in these your are life? The, these are the nutritive and, and medicinal properties of tea. That's why it's the, like one of the world's healthiest drinks is tea. Oh. But when you add milk, it destroys that. However, if you like it with milk, yeah, you I should do. have it that way yeah. because it makes your life better. Is there any other way to get these poly thingy ones? Probably a supplement. Okay. And do we need them? What do they do for you? I have no idea. Does it make you look young forever? You don't need it. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Phil Me and Gaga. Yeah. Me and Gaga. But you mean, yeah, listen, enjoy your dinners out in, in, in Los Angeles. There is a small Have you been to Greece yet? No, I'm dying to go. You've got to do that. That's our favourite. Come meet me there. Oh, I need to, yeah. Let, let's talk about yes. you investing in... Are you allowed to talk about it or not? I'll talk about it. I, Which I ones mean, are you invested in? Many, many. I, I'm in over 25 You're, restaurants. I mean... I can't even keep track. I, I'm not very bright. Uh, but that's I, like the but, most but, stressful industry. Do you feel is. kind of a responsibility because you've enjoyed so many good meals that you felt like... I was doing this before hey, the show. Oh, wow. Okay. Listen, I'm very lucky. Raymond was successful. I have some extra money to share, and my wife and I have a foundation where we support the arts, the arts in schools, 
music, theater, dance, the visual arts, everything. And for me, what you just did is one of the arts. Oh, right? Thanks, Mike. It's true. And why should our sense of taste be regarded as anything less than our sense of sight or hearing, right? Hey, yeah, I mean, I, nothing brings me more joy than food. Right. Music and food, but food. But when I travel, yes, I love going to the museums. Yes, I love the culture on the streets. I love the street art. I love everything. I, I love everything about what I do. But the food is you are literally taking in the culture mm. and the spirit of the people, right? And the love that goes into totally. that. And I think when it's great, it affects all the senses. I always tell this story about, and I'll bet you can relate to this. You have a bottle of wine in Italy over, over dinner, and you and your husband, let's say, well, this is the best wine we ever had. Duh, can you believe how great this wine is, right? Let's buy a case, yeah. and we'll take it home. We'll have it at home. And you take it home, and you're saving it for a special occasion, and now you pop open that bottle of wine, and you pour it, and here we go. We're back to, it's okay. Yeah, I know. Because, Why? Everything that you're feeling, seeing, yeah, hearing, smelling, the air, the temperature, the what you're looking at, who you're with, affects literally your taste, yeah. right? So you can have, a, have it as a souvenir, but it will never be as good or as beautiful as the time you had it yeah. when you were there. That's why you have to go. That's yeah. why you yes. have to travel. That, there is nothing That's... better than some rosé wine at Lagnonda seating grilled fish. <laughs> when are you filming the next season? I don't know if there is a next season. What do you mean? We don't know everything. You need to go to Greece. Of course I do. Yeah. But I'm going to go. Gonna to go. India. You the, need to go to India. The good thing is... I can go on my own if they cancel my yeah, show. That's true. That's true. And so can you, everybody. Yeah. You can all go. <laughs> that's what life is for. Listen, people who don't travel, I'm talking to you. Let's say you were given a house as a gift, a whole house. Would you stay in one room of the house? No. Okay. We want to see all the rooms, right? So mm. this, we have this gift. It's called the world. Go that's check true. it out. It's true. While you're still here. Phil, thank you so much for being on our podcast. I love you guys. I love you. Now we're friends. And now uh, I, I think at the very least I owe you a meal. That is absolutely. That, I'm absolutely <laughs> calling you up. We're okay. with you on that. Thank you for being here. I loved meeting you guys. That, that was the best part. As good as all the food was, the best part was meeting you. Thank you, Phil. Thank you. I feel hugged. I feel hugged. I feel, ah, oh, that was a really good dose of Phil Rosenthal. He's a kind, warm man. He's very, very lovely. And I love the fact that kind, sweet people can be on television and be very successful. Very positive. Positive, generous, but quite honest, you know. Um, also has the best tips. He's like my dream husband, my dream person to go I'm out with. I'm not sure that you'd... Like his last meal, though. No, that was... Hot dogs. It was a bit disappointing. But I do want to go to that place now. Which place? The place he talked about, the turkey frankfurter place. Oh, where you can get them. And a potato bun I'd like to try on. Does anybody in London do a potato roll? Or a turkey frankfurt? You can buy turkey sausages. I wonder if there's anyone doing turkey frankfurters. Because frankfurters are slightly cooked, aren't they, before you eat them? They are a good little 
nifty things. I think you can get kosher turkey frankfurters. Okay, great. I'll go to Kosher Kingdom this weekend. Okay, great, thanks. Um, Phil has not only done Chris Evans, who pipped me to the post with the column of the caterpillar, which I'm very you were a little original, darling. I just thought he didn't have a pee on his though. He set me up though, Phil, because he went. What is this? And then he fucking knew what it was. He'd had it two hours earlier in the bloody radio. But he's not eaten any. Um, he didn't actually eat any. He's very good he at not eating. Very His li- willpower is unbelievable. Shit, I couldn't. But he's very slim, Jess, for someone with a food program. I wouldn't be. I'd, I'd eat be like, everything. I'd be like Pavarotti. But he, me too. But he is someone who's eating about five meals a day. So he'd start off at breakfast. He'd gone You've for already a cheese, had the cheese toasty. toasty which I probably have one mouthful. But you know what? I think we all need to try that cheese toasty now. It sounded like caramelised leeks mixed. I'm not quite sure that you get cheese that oozes right through the bread well, when you melt it. I think you've got to trust Phil. Okay, we'll trust Phil. Better trust Phil. Somebody feed Phil. Better Are you cool Better cool Saul. You're getting um, all your okay. juice So what's up, the mum? other Raymond? Everybody loves Raymond. Oh, everyone loves a cheese toasty. Everyone loves Phil. Everyone loves Phil. Um, because Phil really doesn't eat anything and his lovely agent is gluten intolerant celiac, I have um, enough fry up for. We can have it tomorrow. Really? Can you, do you think Just you can reheat a fry up? Yeah, fine. Just the microwave beans. it. I have a lot fine. of beans. Do you think Little Chef made everything fresh? It's all done. I like to think they did. No, <laughs> you're wrong. Um, please send in your recipes. I'm really, I mean, I did a fry up today. I'm running out of ideas. Please send them to hello at tablemannerspodcast.com. Um, we will do one on this series. We may even do two. Yeah. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. We won't see anyone, well, Jesse. We'll, right. we'll be talking to you next week. It's just a bloody sign off. Okay, darling. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com